Yeah, week apart. It's going to sound a little different on this week's pod, but I've tried my best to merge our two separate shows together in a way that makes sense and is balanced. I haven't listened to it yet. I recorded, we're recording this intro before I go in and edit it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what to expect. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't like, ah, man. What? I'm worried. I like, don't like one. I just, it's so, (laughs) it's so hard to get, it's so hard to get used to doing a show on your own when you're so used to having your pal around to talk about things. So I may sound like robotic and weird and rehearsed. I don't know. No, you're great. uh, No, I take your best stuff. It's good. I think I get your best stuff anyways. I try and search for it. No, obviously, yeah, I miss you and I wish doing the show together. Yeah. um, For sure. But like, get used to it buckaroo it's vacation season it so is. like there's so much into july it's like i take a week and then dylan takes a week so i'm filling it for him and then jason takes a time so you and then but you and i are on the mornings together at some point in oh. july so that'll be fun but cool. like yeah i know it's just it's gonna be wacky for a little while and you know what thank god we just all have jobs still oh yeah people are getting laid off across the country in every Every um, uh, industry and uh, business across it, it's like it's horrible mm-hmm. right now. And, you know, for a lot of people, you just hope to like temporary and then they get their job back. But for us, it, like that wouldn't be the case. And we, so I thank yeah. God every day where it's just like, oh, she's still not fired. Thank God for that. Because yeah. that would be it. You're fired. Just like, no, 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 not for now. Just, and then it's like, what do you do? Do you go live somewhere else? Do you retrain and do something else in this town? Where do you, you know what I mean? Like it would be a life wrecker. Oh, for sure. So I'm so glad we just have jobs. Yeah, for right now, at least. Woo! Um, This weekend is Father's Day. Yeah, that was very enthusiastic and real. Um, This weekend's Father's Day. Yeah. Uh, I was actually just recently looking through my phone at old videos of my dad when he came to visit Victoria in the last couple years. Cute. Because he lives on the mainland. Mm -hmm. And um, my dad is a wild character. Really? Yeah. Have you met my dad? Yeah, uh, Yeah, just really briefly, though. and yeah, But I could tell there was a wildness brewing. Okay, cool. Yeah, so he, I invited him to some festivals. It was the Phillips Backyard Weekender. This one specifically I'll talk about. Mm. Um, he's a painter, mm. and he wore his painting whites oh. uh, to over the ferry. That's the only thing he brought was his painting whites okay. and a fur coat that went down to the ground. Wow. And a, a, what he called a pimp hat, which was like... Yeah, <laughs> a furry hat with like yes. rainbow on it. Cool. It was a rainbow furry hat. And he brought a whole bunch of bingo dabbers in all different colors. Where did he get them? Uh, just the store. Okay. You can get them from the dollar store or craft yeah. store. Yeah. And he would go around, and that's how he made friends. I would go around to people at the festival and get them to dab these rainbow colored paint daubers oh. all over his body. So wow. he was a rainbow masterpiece by the end of it. That's so neat and cool. And I just remember everyone, because he would love to tell everyone that I was his daughter. Yeah. Because I, I guess I was emceeing that weekend too. Yes. <laughs> and they all didn't believe me. And I had many people come up to me and was like, is that crazy man, your dad? And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, and they're like, no, I that's not that's not true. It can't be. Uh-huh. No, it, it was. I remember Kirsten James, who yeah. is on uh, the zone with us. She was like, "You're freaking with me. There's no way that is your dad. What the hell is going on?" So funny. Yeah, he's <laughs> wild. And then the, my favorite video that I found was him walking down an empty downtown street in Victoria, still wearing his fur coat and 
dabbed attire yes. heading to get on the bus for the ferry because he didn't bring any other clothing. Uh, well, how long was he here for? And he just was all in this one, was like one night. That's a little garb. Oh, cool. Well, good for him. Yeah. Wow. If you can pull that off, I respect it quite a bit. Yeah. I think you just pull it off by doing it. You yeah. Know? What do you think that you got from your dad? Half your DNA comes from him. Is there something that you can recognize in yourself that comes directly from him and had nothing to do with your mother? I think he's very laid back, mm. and there's certain things that I'm very laid back with. Like okay. I'm not, I don't really care. I'm like it is how it is, kind of yeah. thing. But I feel like it's a constant battle in my brain between that laid back side, which is like my dad, yeah. who just like does not give a fuck, and yeah. it's great. <laughs> But also, like, oh, it doesn't get a lot done because right. he doesn't care. Yeah. And yeah. then my mom is the other side of that where they have very similar energies, but they're completely opposite. Like, right. my mom's more stressful, always getting things done, never yeah. stop working, go, 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 but still has that, like, really vibrant, weird energy. Right. They met in theater school. Of course they did. So it's just like, yeah, they're both weirdos, but I, I am, like, half and half of that, right. I feel. How about you? Um, well... Yeah, it's a good question. I think that um, there are certain elements of uh, my mouth that I can tell by certain, like, facial... Are you talking about physically? Well, both, I suppose. Both. Yeah. Think about a physical thing, too, if you got anything physical from your old man. But, yeah, there's certain things about that. And also, yeah, actually, similarly, my dad's a kind of a laid-back guy. He, he One of the best lessons I remember him telling me is about uh, to, to not worry you know, and about how worrying was just, uh, I mean, this is, this is not the lesson that he really taught me, but it's a, it's a similar lesson that I've latched onto is like, you know, it's, it's, uh, worrying is giving energy to something negative that hasn't even happened. Right. So, so he was kind of that way. He was like, don't worry about things, just deal with things. Yeah. And so he was very much that way. And I think that I'm exactly like that um mm-hmm. you know deal with things certainly if they need dealing with but but don't be don't sitting worry there fretting yeah, yeah that's you're really, really good, good with that noticed mm. yeah so that's those are the two big things i think mm-hmm. yeah and uh dainty ankles you got dainty ankles i have dainty ankles too they're do way th- too dainty do like, you think mine are so tiny so all my pants are always real loose on the ankles. Don't, when don't you like having dainty ankles? Because I love it. I mean, they're pretty weak. Yeah, I roll my ankles a lot. Yeah. And I know he's worried about that when we go on hikes and stuff. <laughs> he's always worried about rolling his ankles. And his are even thinner than mine. Yeah. But I'm glad. I, would, I, don't, want, I don't want like big... I, I'm, I'm thick everywhere. I don't mm. even have also these thick ankles. When I just look down at the bottom of my pants and I see these little like nice cutie ankles they're perfectly wow. i have the best legs wow. you know yeah. that but yeah i know that um but they're just culminating in these like perfectly dainty ankles okay but also strong wow wow <laughs> love your ankles <laughs> so i think i yeah so okay. that's, that's what i think yeah i think for, like physically i got my dad's skin oh like i'm very pale like a fun party trick for me is Find the palest person here and compare them to me. I will be paler. Wow, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, my dad has vitiligo. Oh, yeah? That, like, uh, pigment disorder thing. Yeah. So that just makes him extra, like, afraid of the sun. And he got it later on in his years, too. So oh. I'm not sure if that's going to happen to me. Do you think he will? I don't know. It's all, like, his whole side of the family has it. So, wow. yeah. Interesting. Um, And then, yeah, I look more like my ma. Mm, yeah. I got the blonde hair, blue eyes right. situation. My yeah. dad has dark long hair really brown eyes yeah wow you know i think about this a lot because there's a new um season of queer eye 
mm-hmm. going on right now. It's on my house constantly, and I, I look at it, and I'm like, oh, God, I need a queer eye so badly. Everyone I know needs to be queer-eyed. Yeah. There's just there's better style, and I can't figure <sighs> it out. But no, I just want someone right? to tell me what to wear. I know. I want Tan to come in and just oh. be like, oh, get me, figure me out, yeah. figure, and then do me, please. Do my oh. the closet. Yeah. Um, but I always think about... So yeah, I was watching one yesterday, and uh guy had long dreads. Mm-hmm. Older guy. Did you see this Saw one? Saw that, yeah. Yeah, and Jonathan Van Ness, he pulls in, like, other people who are more, just, like, know what to do with dreads. Mm-hmm. It was a black guy, right? With, like, he had nice black hair, but he was balding on top. He was worried about it. Yeah. And they came in, and they, they just cut all his dreads off, number one. And I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. And it was the right move. And the guy oh. looked amazing afterwards. He looks so good. You remember I, that? Yeah. I also love how they they like put the dreads in a jar yes. and like put some extra things in there for like, you know, wellness and like health and things like that. So yeah. he could keep them. Which I thought was really sweet. That's something he's had his entire life. Yeah. Right? Like that would be such a huge change. Oh yeah. And they mean a lot to people, you know? So it's just like that was really sweet. I loved that episode so much. Okay, so your dad who's, mm. you know, a older guy still with the long long hair. Yeah, he Same thing. He just like that's the first thing I bet they would do is like that get it off, cut oh, it. Oh, he cut it off himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. it's all gray now. He's oh, I bet it looks great. Silver-haired guy. Nice. Yeah. There yeah. You go. He's so- a cool- Cool dude. Yeah. Uh, to dads out there, yay. Thanks for being a dad. <laughs> yeah. You're cool. I love dads. Yeah, you're a real daddy lover. <laughs> I don't, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Cool. Um, okay. Oh, tell me. Tell me these uh, stories what? from around Vancouver Island. How did you find oh, this? I had okay. No idea. Well, so UBC researchers, they say that the pandemic may have contributed to. Uh, an influx of genital injuries on Vancouver Island specifically. Wow. Yeah, so people have been getting penile injuries. Okay. Which I've heard about, like, you could fracture your penis yes. bef- before. Yeah. You, you could do that, I guess. So that was a common one that was happening. Um, they said during heterosexual sex with their partners on top, as well as one instant of a painful erection that lasted for four days. Oh, boy. Was and this a, like a Viagra malfunction? I don't know. Oh. They didn't give all the details. They didn't tell me their last name, their first name, and all their information. Okay, if you have an erection for four hours, you're supposed to call the doctor. Yeah, how do you deal with that for four days? Well, I guess like people are like, it's fine. I'm the only one in my house. I'm the only one I'm going to see for a while, so I might as well just ride it out and see if it goes away. Oh, boy. Okay... Yeah, riding it out and go see if it goes away. I of course, there's so many people who are so like that with so many medical maladies or whatever. Oh, but yeah. guess what? I have never done that about anything that's going on with my penis. It's like if anything is going on with my penis, I can't wait to go to the doctor and be like, "Fix this now." I can't wait. Okay, I was <laughs> like, "No," I go that day. Yeah. I don't fool around. Sometimes by the time I get to the doctor, it's gone away. Yeah. But guess what? I'm still going to talk to them it about it. It still happened, and what is it? What, what does this mean? What's going on? Exactly. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear some other yeah, yeah. Um, injuries that happen? How about a rep- ruptured testicle sustained while riding on an all-terrain vehicle? Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. I'm sorry to laugh. Brutal. That sucks. Penile pain resulting from frequent masturbation. No, okay, so this is... People are t- talking all about like how everyone's beaten off so much during quarantine, and I'm just like, really? That much more? Are you I, that bored? 
Well, that's the thing. It's like, I feel like if you were by yourself mm-hmm. and you were stuck at home, yeah, I would probably masturbate way more. But a lot of people have like roommate situations and haven't really been able to do that because someone's always home. Right. That's uh, what I've been hearing from people. Or just go in your bedroom. Yeah. But, but again, but like roommate, partner, whatever the yeah. situation is, if it's the same as normal time, I, you know, aren't you just, why is this, I guess, is it really, is it going to work every day that keeps you from constantly masturbating? <laughs> Yeah. Is that what's That's up? That's what I always say. Yeah. Like, no, no shame. I'm just curious. You know. Is that what's up for you? COVID-19 is pretty sexy. It gets people in the mood, you know, the masks, oh, the mystery behind what's behind that mask, uh, I oh, the bet. washing your hands, you know, it can do it for people. I'm I sure. More like, like oh, I'm so depressed with the world right now. What can I do to distract myself for Yeah. What's going to make me feel good Yeah. for this small amount of time? Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I was just thinking, like, there must be, like, on porn sites. I think I've actually already seen this already mm-hmm. where it's just, like, COVID-19 is a niche thing that people are into now. Like, yeah. oh, we're doing this with a mask on or, like, quarantine, forbidden love, <laughs> that sort of stuff, which oh is just God. wild that this is the time oh, we're living in. The other one, okay, the other injury, <laughs> moving on, yes. is of uh, a man's penis was bit by a dog. Oh, oh, no. Could you imagine that? Now, that makes sense because, of course, if you're not going to work, I get that walking around naked more often. Mm-hmm. And if the doggy is just like, what's this about? Yeah, and peanut butter makes great lube. Jennifer... <laughs> What the heck? Number one, it doesn't. Take that back. It's a yeast infection waiting to happen. Yeah, don't do that. Sticky. It's like the opposite of lube. It's like a spackle almost. And then, that's an old myth. I remember hearing that for the first time on a school bus. Do you know that there's a um, a vibrator company called uh, Tracy's Dog? And it was started from that old saying that like, oh, did you hear about Tracy's dog and what she used to do with it? <laughs> What is it? Is it like? It like sucks and like does all. Is it in the shape of a dog's mouth? No. Oh my God. You no. 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 Oh, horrible. Yeah. Terrible. That's beastly. I'm so sorry to talk about this. Yeah, me too. Uh, this is like more of like rag talk of my other podcast. <laughs> but it's fun to talk about oh, with someone who's uncomfortable. It's so fun. <laughs> I don't mean to be uncomfortable. <laughs> I again, it's like good for you if you just want to. Oh wow. Okay. Well, where do we go from here now? Um, I don't know. Okay. Let's get into the pod because I think it's pretty good this week. Again, it's different and weird and it'll be like this next week as well, but good for jug meat. That's all I want to say. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't talk about jug meat really. Did we on the, did you bring Uh, it in the news? No, not really. Oh, maybe, maybe Art mentions it. Maybe I can't remember, but yeah. And I, I touched on it, but like wild. Oh my gosh. I love him so much. The fact that he did not apologize and was like, no, I will not. That was awesome. He shouldn't have to apologize for calling out a racist for being racist. Someone who has experienced racism their whole life and is speaking for people who have experienced racism their whole life. Mm. And that's the way we deal with it in Canada. That person has to apologize. That in itself shows that there is so much work to be done in the system. Right. I know. I was already a fan of the guy, obviously. But I mean, this is uh, this is huge and next level. And I, I. I, I, I just don't understand. The guy who voted no. This was a m- mostly symbolic vote from what I understand. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, 
are we going to look into it? Or do we realize that there is some systemic racism? It was so gentle. It was so gentle, right? And I've heard some other side of this being like, well, we're already doing a bunch of other stuff. This is a waste of time. Yeah, lots of government is a waste of time. This was a symbolic vote very much so. And for someone to cavalierly wave their hands and like, no, vote no on it. The only one to vote no. Yeah, you got to wonder what the motivation was. And that is... What stops us from moving forward is one person who mm-hmm. says no mm-hmm. to look into racism. Yeah. That- but <sighs> don't you love, too, that <laughs> in the House of Commons, you're not allowed to call each other names? Yeah, that's, that's so a rule. Funny. Like, you have, then- to <laughs> you have to Jimmy. apologize, Jimmy. You have to spend 10 minutes in the corner. <laughs> I know, but I mean, uh- in school suspension. It speaks to the whole issue, though, because there are plenty of examples of other people being called nasty things mm-hmm. or calling other people nasty things. Remember when, like, didn't Trudeau call someone like a piece of shit one time? <laughs> what? I'm serious. Really? I and, don't yeah, remember. And like, and and some, and then like a, a a female a member was called all these really nasty names, and Damn. was like, mm, no big deal. But Jugme calls out a racist for being a racist. Time out. We have to have a big conversation. What? Wild. Ugh, what yeah. a time to be alive. It is such a wild time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, thank you for listening this week. Tell your friends. Yeah. We got word that Cineplex is looking to reopen some of its theaters, which is exciting for moviegoers. I know it's just not the same watching a movie at home if you really love the atmosphere of a movie theater. So they're going to start uh, later this month, uh, June 26th in Alberta, just a few theaters there. And then hopefully uh, we'll see some opening in BC as well. And the rollout will introduce new measures, including uh, reserved seating in all auditoriums uh, to ensure physical distancing between moviegoers. They're also going to stagger showtimes of bit to reduce uh, congestion in theater lobbies as well. So you could probably feel pretty safe going to the theater once it does uh, eventually reopen in BC. It's weird though. This will likely have lasting effects on how movies are released, right? We've talked about this before, I think. But So this weekend I actually rented that movie, that Pete Davidson movie that came out uh, The King of Staten Island. And it was like 20 bucks and you have it for 48 hours. You get to watch it. You know, it's like only one time and all that. And it was fine. It was like it was okay. It was you know, that type of movie, especially that's kind of smaller scale. I've got a nice TV. It's comfy on the couch. I have to pee three times in the movies because I do keep it, you know, so moist. The Zone 91.3 is your hydration station. Keeping it moist from coast to coast. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm just well hydrated. So I was like, I just pee and just pause and pee like three times in a movie. And that was fine. But on the other hand, too, it was this weird thing where, like, I don't know if it was my internet or just the movie was busy. Do you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people were downloading it or something, and it kept, like, glitching out. And I had to, like, restart it a few times, and, and I just, I was like, I never have to do this in a movie theater. Do you know what I mean? It's just, like, pros and cons both sides, but seriously... When it all comes right down to it, I just want to sit in the dark and eat a sack full of movie theater popcorn, just all to myself. I know I don't share, and I might even go back for the refill. You were giving me this this heads up from a Premier League soccer fan friend of ours that they're doing kind of something interesting with their fans. And so so their league is starting up on the 17th. So on Wednesday, everybody's very excited. The Premier mm-hmm. League's going to start up. You know, British, the biggest soccer league basically in the world there. No crowds, though, obviously. No crowds, though. And uh, But one of the things that I guess they're allowing people who have season tickets, they're going to be allowed to put like a picture of themselves in their seat. 
what the heck? Are they going to like be like pasted onto cardboard cutouts or mannequins or something? Yeah, but I would hate to be the person that was like responsible for like putting that picture in the seats. Yeah, right. Because some poor chap is going to have to go to every seat and put somebody's picture in there. It's just like maybe, if it was like a piece of paper, like a printout, that wouldn't be so bad. You just go and pin it to the back of the seat, and that. But wow, what a! Would you want it to be something? You want would want it to be something big, and you know people can see from TV. So you can like, you know, the cameras could pick it up, right? Uh, That'd be funny. So it's only for season ticket holders, though. So you add that, plus they're going to probably pipe in some sound noise. No. So actually, I'm reading right now that they are not going to pipe in crowd noise. Well, the NFL is going to this year, 100%. The NFL is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And we've been talking about this, too, because it's interesting whether or not the NHL will Mm. for their playoffs. And I can't wait for an announcement on that because... Do hockey players have the filthiest mouths in yeah. sports? So this past this past weekend, they they had players mic'd up uh, because golf had restarted, right? Mm-hmm. And, and oh, like Dustin Johnson, he's got a filthy mouth on him. <laughs> yeah, Jim Nance was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you had to hurt, had to hear that." These guys know they're mic'd up and they're right. still yeah. right. So can you imagine what's going on in an NHL rank? Right. Yeah. So I just wonder what that's going to be. I, the fake crowd noise bothers me. I would hate that just to drown out a bunch of swear words. I want to hear the carving of the ice, you know, and the slap of the puck, you know, reverberating against these empty rinks. I think that'd be really cool. And then I don't know, maybe you just have a seven second delay on it and someone with a really itchy trigger finger there ready to go and yeah, just yeah. And bleep and, and when there's some swear words. Or have two broadcasts. Have one that's, you know, family friendly and then have one that's for people who want to hear everything. The Late Show gets a little blue. (laughs) Josh Gad, the uh, comedian, actor, whatever, has reunited the Ghostbusters, the original cast of the Ghostbusters movie. Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Sigourney Weaver, Ernie Hudson, Annie Potts. Janine, um, uh, even uh, the director, Ivan Reitman, and his son, Jason, who's directing the new movie that's coming out soon, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Pretty much everybody except for, um, what's his name there, Tully, the, the neighbor down the hall. Um, uh, he's, he's either Bob or Doug from Bob and Doug McKenzie. What can I remember? Oh, hang on. It'll come to me by the end of this break. Anyways, uh, so, so got them all together for a chit-chat and a reunion. Now... This is what I want to ask you. Do you care about these reunion shows, these these Zoom calls with these movie actors at all? Because the last one that Josh Gad did was Lord of the Rings, and now he's got Ghostbusters. These are my two favorite movies, movie series, maybe, like, spawn, sprawling back since I was a child to up to today, my favorite movies, and I have zero interest. And I don't know if it's because... I'm kind of getting bummed out and sick of doing my own life over Zoom. Or if it's just like, who cares? The bad camera angle, looking up these people's noses, awful, teeny, echoey sound. What are they saying? What are they doing? Are they reenacting scenes? I don't even care. And I love these movies. So what is it? Why? 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 Um, what is that guy's name? Zelinsky. He was the dad in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. His name was Zelinsky. Why can't I think of his name? And he's a fascinating guy as well because 
after Honey and I Shrunk the Kids, you know, he was doing pretty good. And then uh, his wife, unfortunately, tragically passed away and he quit Hollywood to raise his children in the most normal way possible. And it's just like such a sad but then also beautiful story. And I can't, I can't think of that guy's name. Okay, Rick Moranis. Yes, Rick Moranis, of course, could not remember it. Could not. And I eventually did just click over to the text line. And, of course, like uh, a dozen zoners had texted it in. And thank you. But um, it's interesting. One zoner texted in and was just like, uh, yeah, I appreciate that you have the Internet at your fingertips, but you're still racking your brain. And I, yeah. Do you do that as well sometimes? We're like, yes, of course. We practically have you know, constant connection to the internet. You might as well put a, a microchip in our brain. That's how connected we are with our phones to the internet. I could ask my watch who played Bob or Doug McKenzie and they would have told me, right? Obviously. But isn't it so much more satisfying and it's almost like a good exercise for your brain to try and actually engage your memory of something you do know. Like I know Rick Moranis's name. Of course I do. To try and actually do that and not just give into the atrophy of, I'll just Google it real quick. Do you know what I mean? It is. If I had, if I had remembered Rick Moranis by myself, I'd be much more satisfied with myself right now. Uh, someone posted that um, there was an alternate reading of the Mayan calendar, right? So in 2012, December 21st, I believe is when they predicted that the world was going to end. Obviously, that didn't happen. And now they're saying, oh, you know what? There's another way that we could read it. And it could actually be calculated uh, to end in the next like week or so. Um, which, I mean, with everything that's going on in the world, I know people are really scared because, you know, it's not looking good right now. Um, but I will say this. Uh, the person who posted it, um, they posted a picture of the Aztec calendar and not the Mayan calendar. So the person who posted this and is predicting this doesn't even know the difference between the Maya calendar and the Aztec calendar. So you can take a deep breath. The world is not going to end next week, okay? It is National uh, Sense of Smell Day, which I'm not even sure really exists this day, but it did bring up a really interesting conversation about the best and the worst smells. So I kind of want to focus on the best smells. And at any point, you can text in your thoughts to 250-475-0913. I want to start with the like unnatural smells that I I put on myself to make myself smell good, um, because I I do want to recommend these to other people, because I just love the smell. And it would just be so great if everyone else smelled like this too. <laughs> um, there is a fragrance that I can't stop buying. It's a local company called Pico Collective. They have this fragrance called Honey Tobacco, and it is the best smelling thing I've ever put on my body ever. So that, and also surprisingly, Old Spice. <laughs> It's the only deodorant that works for me. And there's this one flavor or smell and it's called wilderness. And then there's also one called amber, which I am just obsessed with. Those two are some of the best smells in the world, I think. And then on a more natural sort of sense, uh, petrichor, which is the smell of, you know, when it's a dry spell, the sun is out and then all of a sudden it starts to rain and there's this like 
beautiful, fresh smell, and people think it's the smell of rain. It's actually petrichor, which is like this compound that is released from soil and plants and things like that. And that's what you're smelling. And that's one of my favorite of all time. And then there's this last one, which is a little bit strange. And I, I think Paul agrees with me on this one. I wish he was here right now so he could uh, have my back on this. But the smell of... Um the smell of cats, you know, after they like bathe themselves, you snuggle up to them. They smell so good. I don't like admitting that, but yeah, cats smell so good. And I think like if you ever are, you know, wondering if you are a crazy cat lady and you need some confirmation, give your cat a smell. And if you like the smell, I think that confirms it. Can confirm and completely agree with her that the honey tobacco smell is the loveliest smell. It was like her number one favorite smell, and I have to agree. It is what heaven smells like. But I wonder too, because I walk into someone's house now and I notice right away, I'm like, ooh, they got a honey tobacco candle going. This is so wonderful. I wonder if, like a lot of things, it'll be like a smell trend. And then you know, like five or ten years from now, we'll be smelling honey tobacco and be like, <laughs> what is it, 2020 in here? <laughs> what smell is it? You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if, because music is like that, fashion, everything's like that. I also want to take credit because Jenny, while she was discussing smells today and uh, deodorant and how she uses Old Spice, uh, described it as a uh, certain flavor of Old Spice deodorant. And that is me. I say that, I say flavor. It makes sense. I know you should probably say a scent, but it's flavor. And she got that off of me, and I'm so glad that I'm influencing her in that way. Do you remember Hal Johnson of Body Break? Uh, if you don't remember, maybe this will ring a bell for you. Body Break, get moving. Body Break, keep moving. If you grew up in the 90s, that was probably one of your favorite um, things on TV ever. That with like the house hippo and like sleep country Canada. Then don't you put it in your mouth. Like all those classic sort of 90s commercials and programs on TV. That is Hal Johnson. He started Body Break. And he recently came forward uh, to talk about the reasons as to why he started Body Break. And it's surprising. I mean... Of course, it was to keep fit and have fun, but it was actually rooted uh, because of his dealing with systemic racism in TV. Uh, He came forward and said that in 1988, he was fired because uh, the network, TSN, had already had a black reporter and executives didn't want to have two. Wow. So he decided to create Body Break and uh, sort of celebrate and advocate for someone other than yourself, like uh, someone who has disabilities or women or uh, black people or people of color. So that's why he created it, which makes me just respect Body Break so much more. And how could you not love Body Break? I mean, it's so good. Body Break, Body Break, Something interesting has happened within the last hour. Uh, Well, there was a petition that started a little while ago uh, for the city of Surrey to at least recognize and make some sort of public statement committing to anti-racism in the city. Uh, If you know anything about Surrey, it is one of the biggest in British Columbia, and it is a very diverse city. There's uh, 60% black, indigenous, and people of color, and uh, everyone is just really surprised that no leaders have come forward to address 
anything. I mean, we've seen it here in Victoria. You know, we've addressed uh, policing in Victoria. We've addressed uh, policy and just the system in general. In Vancouver, they've addressed it, but just not in Surrey. So a petition was made. It has over 3,000 signatures, and still the public hasn't heard anything from the city. So they were planning on having this big uh, Canada Day celebration. It was going to be online and a bunch of different artists are involved with it like Biff Naked, Mother Mother, Said the Whale and because of this petition and because Surrey hasn't come forward to do anything about dismantling uh, racism, Mother Mother has actually stepped out and as has um, said the whale as form of protest and until anything gets done with Surrey. So, wow, that that's pretty um, impressive of uh, Mother Mother and said the whale. And I, I back them on that. This year for Canada Day, we're not going to have the usual big celebration down at the legislature for obvious reasons. Nobody can come downtown, obviously, and crush into a crowd of 10,000 people. I get that. Kind of a bummer. What are you going to do? Right. But and instead, the city of Victoria has partnered up with Do 250 and Canadian Heritage, and they're going to be doing a sort of Canada Day video presentation online and then also on Czech TV, which is pretty cool. We're going to do like a little fun, like a social D Zoom chat Canada Day celebration this year. Kind of neat. Gotta do something. So uh, they're asking the public to upload a 10 to 20 second clip explaining what it means to be Canadian. Or you can also upload a video of yourself singing Oh Canada. That's what I think is I'm going to do. That's what I like the best. Just set up in the house. Get yourself a little front-facing camera. and j- You know what? Don't even do the self-facing camera. Use your back camera on your phone or whatever. And don't look at yourself. Let it completely go. Let go of the uh, any ego and all that. And just don't even bother with what you look like. Just from the bottom of your heart, belt out, O oh Canada and then select video entries will be a part of the uh, broadcast, which is on July 1st at 7 p.m. Again, on uh, Czech TV as well as online. Don't forget the uh, the lyric change, too, because we're all going to have to sing the same thing. You can't have some people sing thy sons and the other people in us, right? So you got to make sure you get the right lyrics, the official lyrics these days. I'm just surprised that it's almost July 1st already and we're talking about Canada Day. It feels like it's still March. Uh, but I would recommend you getting creative with these videos and it may be a really cool opportunity to to talk about, you know, the history of how Canada even became a nation in the first place. You know, just really dive into that. And now we're going to see who still wears the flag as a cape. Now we're going to see who was really into that and is something they're going to bring to the virtual version of Canada Day versus the people who are just doing it, what, to show off or to feel a little breeze behind their back, right? If you want to wear the Canada flag as a cape, now is a chance to show that you're really committed to that as a look. You got to do it in your house, social distance, backyard or whatever you're going to do if the Wi-Fi reaches that far, right? That's what you got to do or wear it as a toga or wear it as a tank top, tube top, whatever. You can go to do250.com to do your video application and submit. Uh, I'm so sorry that uh, Jenny and I are split up for this because I'm pretty sure that she actually prefers the like thick like corn syrupy pancake syrup. Uh, 
she prefers that over like a nice, thin, legit, real Canadian maple syrup. It's just a matter of preference, but I think it's one of those things that we disagree on. And some people are just like that, right? So you probably heard of the news today that um, the uh, parent company who owns Aunt Jemima pancake syrup, PepsiCo, has decided and announced that they will retire the Aunt Jemima name and image, which they say originated from a racial stereotype. And you can tell if you look at like really old branding and advertising for Aunt Jemima compared to what's on the bottle now, it's like they tried to modernize it. They tried to make it less offensive. But like they're straight up saying like in this moment with this conversation going on, there's no way we can can continue going on with calling it Aunt Jemima and having this you know, racist, stereotypical branding and image and all that. So it's like, we just got to pull it. We got to call it. And you got to respect that as a move because think about how ubiquitous Aunt Jemima is. When you think of pancake syrup, that's the one, right? And that type of brand awareness and marketing and everything else, that is worth a king's ransom, a fortune to any company. You know, it's to just throw that away, to set it aside and be like, we cannot, we can no longer benefit from this thing. It's too damaging. It's too racist. We got to pull it. That's a move that I think requires a certain amount of respect tonight. The Afternoon Zone Uh, with Paul Blastino and Jenny West. You know, that's putting your money where your mouth is. That's for real. So I'm interested to see what they do. I mean, it's not like they're going to quit selling pancake syrup, right? They'll figure it out. They'll put a new name on it and a new branding. But what? And that'll be interesting and neat. And for the rest of us, I am so happy to... uh, Hey, here we go. We're talking about supporting local and tourism and all that. Yeah, stroll down Government Street and just buy a bottle of nice, real Canadian maple syrup from those tourism stores that sell it in the, like, maple leaf-shaped bottle. What's wrong with that? That's good stuff. I spent a lot of time on Dallas Road and just the improvements down there have been so great. It has been a lot of construction, so I know neighbors have been a little bit upset with that, the noise, but you're starting to really see the improvements. Like that pathway down there is amazing. And then now people are actually rolling up with food trucks and uh, different businesses are starting to show up down at Dallas Road. And right now we have a zoner on the line. Hey guys, it's uh, Al and Andrew from uh, Victoria Pedicaps. Thanks for the shout out for the ice cream. We'll uh, be out on uh, on Dallas Road tonight. Hope to see you guys out there. Thanks. That was very sweet. So you're selling ice cream out of a pedicab? Yeah. Well, we're in the pedicab business, right? So we got we got we got the big COVID pill in terms of shutdown, but um, we converted three of our pedicabs into ice cream carts. So we're gonna give it a go and see what happens. Sweet, yeah, I usually uh, go down to Dallas Road for a rollerblade on Friday, so I'll probably come buy some ice cream from you guys. Sweet. I am loving all these sort of innovative business ideas that are coming out uh, during COVID-19 and uh, people just wanting to help the public keep safe and happy and healthy and also make money. That is super important right now because a lot of people are out of work. But one of the weirdest products that I've seen online that has to do with COVID-19 is a product called Nosy. And uh, oh man, it is just ridiculous. So it's a mask 
to protect yourself from COVID-19, but it doesn't go over your mouth. It just goes over your nose. So it doesn't have any straps or anything like that. It just like somehow stays on your nose and it looks like a beak. And apparently there's some sort of filtration system that's supposed to protect you from pollution and allergens as well. Um, the biggest question about this was why does nosy on- not cover your mouth? Why does it only cover your nose? And apparently a, a medicine specialist says we are designed to breathe through our noses from birth. That is the way humans have evolved and saying that we don't really breathe from our mouths unless you're a mouth breather, which isn't a good thing, I guess. And we breathe through our nose. So we need to be focusing on our nose. But they haven't really said anything about the fact that the droplets from your mouth spreads COVID-19. So they've just completely ignored that and instead are trying to sell this nose mask. And looking into it, uh, there are 16 people who have backed this project and have spent $35 or more to get themselves a nosy mask. And I'm just wondering, like, who are these people that thinks that this is going to work? Maybe they don't have mouths or they had like a super gluing incident where their lips are stuck together or they just really like birds and want a beak. Federal NDP leader Jockmeet Singh is refusing to apologize after breaching a long-standing rule in the House of Commons. Yesterday, Singh called Bloc Quebecois MP Elaine Tyrion a racist after he didn't support a motion recognizing the existence of systemic racism in police. I'm going to use everything I can to encourage and force and push the Liberal government, Prime Minister Trudeau, to actually bring in these changes. That's all we need. We need the government and one party. I am that party. I will push to make it happen. And if I can get the Liberals to support me, we can actually make this change happen for people. Singh was ordered to leave Parliament for the day. That was pretty hard to watch, too, because uh, he got really emotional about it. And um, it was just it, what was really hard about it, I think, was the fact that he has experienced racism his whole life and was speaking for people who have experienced racism and was asked to apologize for calling out racism, which was just, yeah, hard hard to watch yeah and it's mm-hmm. like all in the name of tradition mm-hmm. which is kind of like that's like the theme of a lot of what we've seen over the last yeah. couple of weeks with people like pulling down statues too and people are saying oh we should leave them up because mm-hmm. of tradition, tradition right yeah. yeah let's move forward we should i recently upgraded my underwear game in that i used to just buy like four packs of like whatever fruit of the loom from walmart and I kind of finally, and I had like one pair of Saks underwear, like the really good ones that I got for Christmas. And I was like, I never wore them because I didn't want to get used to being that comfortable. So finally, I upgraded to one of those like subscription service underwear things that's supposed to have really, really comfy underwear. And I'm really excited about it. And this morning, I ordered my second pair. My first pair hasn't even come in the mail yet. Ordered my second pair. And... uh the design of them is that they've got little baby Yodas all over them. So, I mean, how do you not have a good day like that? I was watching right now a little demonstration video of uh, what they're calling the possible future of airplane seating. And it's like, essentially, it's like double-decker seats. You can cram uh, two people in just about the same amount of room as uh, one person um, on a plane but just over top of each other. And I'm trying to just think now what would actually be better on a, on a full flight. 
if I want to be directly underneath someone's pressurized farts or if I, you know, crammed in a middle seat, what is worse? But I think these are similar, though. If you look at these, if you Google online there, the uh, future of airplane seating and this idea, it's it's closer to those pods that you see now in like the super ultra first class on long haul flights, which I think is so sweet. And especially in COVID times where like no one wants to be anywhere near each other or are like walled and sealed off from any other human being. Wouldn't that be great that more of those pod style things, you know, would be just be more commonplace and it didn't cost a hundred million dollars to uh fly to Toronto on the in one of those. Like, you know, you could do double pods. You know, for couples traveling together, that would be cozy. Single pods. Family pods. Everyone just hunkers in the big bed with each other. Yeah, why not? Why not? And you just seal yourself off. But honestly, right now, you know, if you set me up in a lawn chair in the back of a plane and I could travel again, I would take it. So whatever. Oak Bay police say they had to investigate an unusual collision this morning. They were conducting speed enforcement when an orange Mustang drove by doing more than 70 kilometers an hour in a 40 zone. Police say officers were going to pull that car over, but then it hit a tree. The vehicle had stickers on it promoting street racing, including one that said, yes, officer, I did see the speed limit sign. I just didn't see you. Oh, boy. The driver, a novice was given five violation tickets. Oh, no. Yeah, that's cheeky, right? Oh, man. Cheeky. You know what? Let's keep the... Let's just like a word limit on uh, T-shirts yeah. and bumper stickers. Yeah. I don't know if I'm more upset about the speeding and the flagrant, you know, it's like uh, in the face of the law and all that, or if I'm more mad at just but a wordy bumper sticker. The limit... <laughs> The limit on words <laughs> on T-shirts and bumper stickers both three, too wordy. It's way too wordy for a bumper sticker or for a T-shirt. I'm not sitting there reading your shirt. I've always wanted the "I'd rather be fishing." That's the only one that I like. I'd rather be f- no too many, too many. Tighten it up, dude. I'm getting that one just to spite you. <laughs> BC Ferries says it's carefully reintroducing food service on its vessels. On select routes, there will be a limited menu that passengers can choose from. The corporation says it is ensuring the safety of all passengers and crew, though, by supporting physical distancing in the food service areas, enhancing cleaning efforts, as well as reducing the number of touch points. Oh, would I love to crush a BC burger. On a, you know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll take it outside. I'll, you know, on a day like today, go and crush a British Columbia burger out on the ferry deck. I hope they have that ice cream back. Oh, the ice cream machines. You get a small cup and then you fill it as far as you can go. Oh, the soft serve? Yeah. yeah it's yes. Good. It's good. So good. I yeah. miss it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining the PJ party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ party. Hi, I'm Webmeister Bud. I'm DJ Boitano. I'm Kirsten James. I'm Art Aronson. And I'm Paul Bacino. And the Zone's Geek Out Podcast is where we get together each week and talk about geeky stuff like... Technology, movies, comics, TV, Harry Potter, Star Wars, and how much better Marvel is than DC. So much better. Come on, man. Captain America. Calm down, Art. 
You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold or at thezone.fm slash geekoutpod. With new episodes each Friday, it's The Zone's Geek Out Podcast. Listen, please. Bye!